This is the EWN Podcast Network. Today we are talking about the creative material selections beneath our feet. Yep, it's all about flooring today with our expert guest, Arette Koskunian. Welcome to From Disaster to Dream Home, the podcast that takes you inside the home building and rebuilding process. When interior designer Jana Rosenblatt had an 80-foot tree fall on her house, she saw the opportunity to create the customized home of her dreams. From Disaster to Dream Home provides you with the information and resources Jana wished she had during her rebuilding process. Now she's sharing with you the expertise of leading architects and home builders and the newest products and materials on the market. Here's your host, Jana Rosenblatt. Welcome back, home builders and remodelers, to another episode of From Disaster to Dream Home, the podcast that will take you through the process of building or rebuilding a new home from the ground up in 52 episodes. If you're rebuilding after the loss of your home or building a new home from the ground up, each episode of From Disaster to Dream Home will help you know what you and your design team will need to do to make the construction process fluid so your dream home can rise from the ashes. If you've been following our timeline of the month-by-month progress of our new home construction project, based on our years of experience in the field of interior design, the walls are still open. And we are frantically working to stay two steps ahead of the building team by making all of our important design decisions. The flooring materials, whether we choose a wood product, tile, luxury vinyl plank, or even polished concrete, must be considered early in the process to remain aware of the major design element and coordinate all the material choices with the flooring. In recent years, it has also been essential to place the orders for flooring materials as early as possible so it is available when needed. As a busy interior design company, we look to team up with pros in each industry to lighten the workload in the office, but also to expand our knowledge in this ever evolving field. Today, I'm talking with Arette Koskunian. He's been an important part of the Jana Design Interiors team for more than 10 years. Arette is currently sharing his wisdom with the world through ProSource Wholesale Flooring here in North Hollywood, California. When I have a client ready to look for flooring and tile options, I set an appointment with Arette at the showroom. I want to take my listeners through the showroom experience the way I do my clients. So here we are at the door of the showroom. Introductions are made and I show Arette a few pictures the clients and I have researched as I explain some of the conversations we've already shared about flooring needs. Do we want dark or light, thick planks or thin, visible wood grain? warm color tones or grays, pet or child friendly. All right. Thank you so much for being with us today. Hi, Jenna. How are Hi. You? Yeah, I can't believe when I was thinking about it, how long we've known each other. I know, right? How long have you been a pro source? 
uh, over 10 years. It's been yeah, like that's right. yeah. it's seven and a half years. years, I believe. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. Um, yes. So let's start uh, in your showroom. It's the first thing you walk into is the solid wood flooring. So let's yes, start there. Floors, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So just give me an idea, like how you begin to explain to someone about the properties of solid wood flooring. Okay. So most of the woods you're going to find right now are going to be actually engineered, but uh, solid is what uh, people originally know. Um, and most of the solid wood floors you're going to find are uh, right now is going to be oak, like red oak, white oak, walnut, maple. Um, and uh, I would say back in the early uh, 2000s and late 90s, a lot of people were doing like Brazilian woods, which were harder, uh, uh-huh. like the like the, I don't know if you remember the tiger woods and the Brazilian cherries yeah. and the pecans. Um, and one of the reasons it was popular is because it was so dense and, and durable. Um, it's kind of, it's not as popular as it used to be because a lot of people are going, getting away from the, the red tones and, you know, variation. They want more uh, neutral. Grays and beachy and. Beachy, exactly. And, and natural. Or dark. Natural yeah, oak dark woods. and popular. Yeah. And, and the thing with uh, solid oak uh, or solid wood was, um, you know, it's, you know, you have limitations on the width. Um, you have limitations on installation. Like most of the solid wood floor is going to be, uh, it's, solid wood floor is usually about three quarter, uh, three quarter inch thick. Uh-huh. Um, and you can only uh, nail it down over, con- uh-huh. uh, over plywood. And if you are going to install it over uh, concrete, you would have to do plywood installation. Uh-huh. And another, dra- another drawback with, uh, Wood was um, the fact that, I mean, the solid wood was, um, you have, it has to acclimate in the house before it's installed right. for like up to two weeks, which yeah. is yeah. not practical for most people. Yeah, you really have to plan ahead. Exactly. And, um, and you know, and also uh, it's not uh, suitable for like hot, hot temperatures uh, where areas that you have a lot of humidity was not recommended. Uh-huh. Um, so that's why a lot of people are getting away from solid wood floors and they're getting into like engineered wood flooring. Uh-huh. So, so. Uh, so a much bigger part of the industry is now engineered, even yes. for people who are looking for that solid wood look. Yes. I mean, essentially it's still wood, um, uh-huh. you know, and you have more options with, you have more options with like, you know, uh, with engineered wood floors where um, you have wider widths, like instead of, like with solid, you have up to five inches wide. Um, there's uh-huh. a few companies that make six or seven, um, but you have more options with engineered. Uh, basically, engineered wood floor is um, the core is a plywood, usually four or five layers of plywood. Uh-huh. You have the top veneer, you know, and the top veneer is where the, the wood is. Like it could be oak, it could be walnut, it could be, you know, whatever, you know, whatever uh, popular woods out there. And the advantage is you can still refinish it, you know, depending on the veneer, yeah. the wear layer you're getting. Yeah. So, and you could install it over wood. You could install it over concrete. I mean, almost any, you know, sub like, um, like uh, upstairs, downstairs, you know, you could even do um, in the, by the beach, you could do it by the, you know, like somewhere like Palm Springs, for example. So it's you much less do- affected by environmental factors. Exactly. And you could, you know, if you, if you're doing uh, over concrete, you could do a, like a glue adhesive that has a moisture barrier. You could go right over it. You don't have to worry about any issues with moisture. Um, you don't have to worry about checking, cupping, you know, different issues that solid wood floors might have, you know, 
because of temp temperature changes. Interesting. Is it because of the actual um, gluing of the top wood surface to the um, the plywood surface that actually makes it sort of stronger? Yes. So the the, the plywood that's on the bottom, the core of the wood. Yeah. Um, it's the plywood's uh, it's glued in different directions. So it's it, when it moves, uh -huh. it moves in different directions. So without right. and it keeps it more stable. Right. So actually, you know, the word engine engineered isn't, you know, a deficit like, um, you know, like the word. Um, oh, what was that? Pergo or something that, you know, you think. Of oh, no. Yeah. Mistake. A lot of. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Engineered, a lot of yeah. Engineered, engineered means it's really smart. It's a smart use project. Product. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people think engineered. They think about uh, Pergo, but it's not Pergo. It's not a it's not yeah. a. Uh, you know, it's not a fiber board with the laminate on top. So, right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So it is, it is actually wood. It's just, you yeah, know, all the way through. Yeah. and people think, you know, uh, with solid, you could finish it forever. And that's not true. You still have to, you know, you have the tongue and, you know, nail it in and you can only refinish it maybe three, four times. Right. Um, there's engineers out there that you can refinish it maybe five times if you get wow. a thick veneer. Yeah. Uh, most people I would recommend uh, and something to look for when you're getting engineered is how long are you going to be there? You know, are you going to be uh -huh. there for um, five years, 10 years? How often you want to refinish it? Most people uh -huh. refinish it every 15, 20 years. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Okay. So if you get it engineered with a veneer that has about a three millimeter or a four millimeter wear layer, you could refinish it two, three times in its lifetime. So yeah. figure every 20 years, you're good for 60 years. I mean, you're, you know, you're fine. So even with engineered, you're going to get a lot of years out of it. And is the range of woods, um, uh, bigger now like so there are more variety of different looks and and textures well surprisingly there's more there's less options as in like people are going to white oak european oak like french oak type of products more yeah than like back in the day like i was saying like brazilian woods were more popular uh walnut is still popular but most popular yeah. right now is going to be uh the, the white oaks the european oaks you know uh, -huh. uh some people like hickory because they like a lot of variation. Yeah, hickory's beautiful. Uh, one of the ones that have disappeared is maple. Maple used to be, uh, you know, was more of a mid-century modern, very clean look, but people are getting away from that. Now uh -huh. a lot of people are mixing old with the new. You know, you have contemporary look, you have traditional look. That's uh -huh. kind of goes together. I'm sure you know that, you know, back in the day, modern was modern and, you know, traditional yeah. was traditional. And what about the range of price points? Um, and how do they, how does engineer differ than from solid wood in that regard? Well, uh, believe it or not, engineer is more expensive. Uh, well, because, yeah, it's well, well it all, yeah. yeah, well, it all comes down to um, the couple of things you want to look for. Uh, the wear layer, the like a two millimeter wear layer versus four millimeter wear layer, uh -huh. a veneer. You know, it's going to be the, the thicker the wear layer, the more expensive it's going to be. Yeah. The wider the planks, the more expensive it's going to be. So like if you get a five inch, engineered wood floor versus a seven inch or nine inch uh, engineered wood floor the, in, the wider planks are going to be obviously more expensive another thing you want to look for is the lengths uh, a lot of people will mention the lengths of the woods but um, engineered wood floor could go from four foot up to eight foot long you know i've seen yeah. up to ten foot long you know custom ones so uh, because you think you're getting a good deal you might not be because i've seen customers where they think they were getting a great deal on an engineered wood floor, but the planks were only four foot long. So it didn't look very natural. It looked yeah. kind of, you know. Yeah. So you have to really have an idea of what you want it to look like and make sure to be looking for um, the proportion of your planks and things like that, that are going to, you know, give you the successful look that you're looking for. Exactly. 
And so if you want to, yes, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, uh, what about guarantees and warranties? Okay, so most of the wood floors you're going to find now are, um, they all have like a 25-year uh, wear warranty, or not wear warranty, but like the finish warranty, so you won't lose the finish, you won't chip, you won't crack. Uh, they have a lifetime structural warranty on most wood products, especially engineered. Um, but, you know, warranties, you got to be careful with warranties. Usually, like structural warranty, for example, uh, doesn't really mean anything uh, in the sense that if you have a problem, you'll usually know within the first three, four years anyway. Uh -huh. So lifetime warranty really doesn't mean anything. Uh -huh. uh, because, yeah, if the floor is properly, if, if, it's, if it's produced correctly, if you have no issue, issues with the, uh, you know, manufacturing, it'll last you a lifetime. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, you do want to get something that has a nice finish. Most of them now have a aluminum oxide finish or a urethane finish. Uh, which is important. Uh, nothing like a factory finish. Um, uh, mostly is going to have like an eight to 10 coats of urethane on them or uh, aluminum oxide on them. So um, it's going to be a lot more durable, harder to scratch or, you know, damage than say something that was like resanded and refinished. So remember that nothing like a factory finish. So Yeah. So um, a lot of uh, solid woods, you would be, people have them installed in the house and then finish them in the home. Um, Some to people be able do that, to get, yes. You know, a color that you're looking for, but yes. um, but the surface is always going to be stronger if it's finished outside of the home. Exactly, um, because it's all baked in, and you know, it's uh, layers of layers. They they put a one layer, they bake it in. They put another layer, they bake it in. Where, if, like when you do it at the house, yeah, um, most of the stars are going to put maybe three coats of urethane, two coats of stain. Uh -huh. uh, but again, you do have that option of doing any color you want. You could do the color you want in the house. If you're refinishing uh, or, you know, resanding your floors, you know, you could pick a new color. If as long as it's a lighter yeah. color, yeah. like a red oak or white oak, you could stain it darker or lighter, you know, you yeah. could bleach it, you could bleach an <laughs> older wood and make it look lighter. So Yeah. Now I have experience in my own career, an amazing floor restoration of, of an engineered floor that we thought we were going to have to replace the whole floor because it, it was a really dark one. But we were able to get the, the they sanded the whole surface off of it. Yes, and they uh -huh. even wove in, you know, a complementary um, uh, material, and then where they were able to stain it all to match. It was amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, so that's the wood still imagine. acts like wood. It's yes. about just if you've invested in the durability of the thickness. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. As long as you have that thicker veneer. So, and that's important. Veneer, you know, the top layer is important. So make sure you have thick enough if you want to refinish it down the road. Uh, I mean, it's going to cost you a dollar or two more a square foot. And, you know, with, but it's with such a long-term investment that you, you really exactly. have to, yeah, I have to get my clients all the time to think about, like you said, how many years they're going to be there, but also what it's going to look like for resale. And, you know, when, if they stay, if they see it as a lifetime home. Yeah, exactly. And it's going to go all throughout the house. It's not something, it's not like a curtain yeah. that you could replace or a blind that you could replace or a sofa that you could pull up, you know, if you got sick of that sofa, you could, re, you know, re, 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 reposter right. it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. With a wood floor, it's all throughout the house. You can't just yeah. say, well, you know, I'm tired of this wood. Well, you can, but it's going to cost you quite a bit. So might yeah. as well make the right decision. Yeah, and, absolutely. And what engineered wood floor is, you're looking at somewhere between $4 probably, I'm guessing, a square foot it starts at. And you get up to like $20 a square foot, believe it or not, for custom, yeah. custom products, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so that's where you would be choosing a look that you like, but maybe having it made longer or wider planks or something exactly. like that. Yeah, I've exactly. actually never, I've never ordered a, a custom floor. 
I, I've, yeah, I've done a few of them, but it doesn't happen often. Yeah. Uh, somebody that wants a very specific color. Like I had, yeah. I had a client that wanted like walnut and they wanted, uh, they wanted like 12 foot boards. I mean, it was very yeah. specific, yeah. you know? Um, and also you have to look at price. Also you could, uh, where is it made? You know, is it made in uh, China? Is it made in yeah. Indonesia? Is it made in U.S.? Maybe even uh, I have some that are made in Europe, like France yeah. and and uh, and like uh, uh, Poland, uh, places like that. So it all depends and on where it's made. What percentage of you know is there a percentage of uh, wood products and engineered as well as solid that are American made? Oh yeah, there's um, there's few brands that are made in the U.S. Um, less and less manufacturings out there. There's a company called Homerwood, which uh-huh. is actually made back east. Um, and the Homerwood, some of the ones that are hand scraped actually are done by the Amish, which is kind of interesting. Oh, cool. Yeah, they so must be beautiful. The Amish hand scraping. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's all you know, handmade. Um, there's a company called, um, I can mention these names, right? Of course. Sure. Yeah. I love you like for it. And- Anderson. Anderson is another product that's yeah. made in the, in the U.S. Uh-huh. Uh, then there's uh, Mirage uh, is one company that's made in Canada, uh-huh. which is, you know, our neighbor. Um, so yeah. there's, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of good products out there. Uh, but there was a few pr- companies that went out of business uh, uh-huh. recently. Yeah. You know, so there's been there. some real changes in the last few awesome. yes. years. Yeah. But there's some great, yeah, there's still great products. And there's a lot of custom companies, manufacturers. Actually, there's a few of them in, the, in California that make custom, like in San Diego and Cerritos that they make it here in yeah. California. Yeah, I, I guess actually I have I have done a couple of barn wood floors that yes. were done from, yeah, so those those are custom. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it does happen. It does so happen. now those are, so those are two, you know, major directions that people will go. And then there's the newest um, rising material, which is, of course, luxury vinyl tile and plank called LVT or LVP, which yes. is probably because we're trying to forget that it's actually vinyl. So we just say LVP. Um, I've personally experienced beautiful outcomes, which are waterproof, pet-proof, non- Oh, I know you love. Yeah, look like a beautiful hardwood floor. And I've never been a person that likes imitations of materials, but I just look at it as what it it is. And that's why I tell my clients, it's like, I don't, yes, it's imitating wood, but, but it's just a beautiful floor. It's not necessarily because it's imitating wood that it's a beautiful floor. But um, so tell me about LVP. Tell me what it is and and well, when did it start showing up in the showroom? Well, so originally people were looking for all, you know, alternative to a laminate. And as you remember, laminate like Pergo, for example. Yes. Uh, people were using instead of wood floors. And the thing with laminate was um, it was made of um, basically particle board on top yeah. on, the, on the core. And then the top was like a laminate. Yeah. Or, you know, like a veneer. Uh, thin veneer of uh, like formica top um, and the issue with that was a lot of times you know water would seep in and it would start swelling and it would start chipping in the edges and and it didn't look very pretty after five years you know yeah. if you're lucky and so they were looking for something alternative to laminate so uh, one of the companies uh, came out with the technology and LV uh, actually uh, luxury vinyl tall is not something new it's been wrong for quite a while. They use it in commercial applications. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, like, like in hospitals and, and right. uh, you know, office buildings. But what they did is um, to make it, but most of these uh, luxury vinyl tile is actually, or planks is glue down. So it's yeah. not practical for a house because, you know, you don't want to glue this product down. You want to uh, commit for, you know, forever. 
Exactly. And and there's more uh, prep work involved. The floor has to be level. Yeah. Uh, if there's if the floors are not even, it's going to start, you know, bowing, uh, not bowing, but I'm sorry, it's going to show like the, the uneven surface. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It will sink so, into the pockets. So, yeah. So they came out with uh, a, a core backing um, that yeah. you can actually click together like uh, laminate. Yeah. So uh, basically uh, they call it WPC or SPC. So what mm-hmm. plastic composite or uh, stone plastic composite. So basically they got the LVT and they, they glued it onto the surface of the, of the, you know, the backing uh-huh. WPC, and made it easy to float. And right now it's, and, and the nice thing about it is the visuals are beautiful and they're getting better and better. They're amazing. Yeah. The longer and wider the planks are getting, the more beautiful it is. Exactly. Um, and so tell, t- explain floating. So floating, basically, the product does not glue directly to the floor. Yeah, it's a flo- it floats on the surface of. So you can go almost, uh, not almost anything, but you could go over your old tile floors. You could go over your uh, wood floors. Um, and the nice thing is, it basically clicks together. Like if you know laminate floors like Pergo, it's just the same idea. Just uh, there's yeah. two sides to it. There's a little tongue together. and a little groove, and they exactly. get together. Yeah, exactly. So once you click the whole thing together, it creates a one solid surface so that weight's going to hold that thing down um and the advantage is if you ever have some kind of a water damage um you could always unclick this take it out let it dry the floor let the surface dry you could put it back in long as you know oh i didn't even know that i mean i I mean i knew that you could replace with new planks but it never occurred to me you can just lift them up and let them dry and replace exactly but 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 again depending on the quality the better qualities they have a bigger better tongue and groove and then when they click together the locking mechanism um you could unclick it and you could let it dry the cheaper ones sometimes when you do that it'll, it'll break break off that's yeah. why it makes a difference like i mean you can get i've seen stuff for like two dollar range mid twos uh, and then there's stuff that go up to six dollars a square foot and a lot it has a lot to do with the construction the quality you know what you're getting and the cheaper ones yeah i don't think you're going to be able to do that no. But the better quality ones, you could definitely do that. And it's it, it's very durable. And one of the reasons the visuals are getting better because, you know, they're, they're, they have better, you know, they print better. Because yeah. you have to remember, it has a, it, the, the back, the, the image is printed. So yeah. the better the print, the better the visuals are. Yeah. And, you know, uh, that's something you want to look at. Um, and another thing you want to look at is when you're buying uh, LVP uh, is the wear layer. Uh, a lot of people don't think about that, but the thicker the wear layer, the more durable it is. And I'm sorry, I'm going on, Jana. If you have any questions, you can always. Yeah, no, it, you're doing great. If I, I will absolutely interrupt you at any point in, in which I need you to, you know, gear you. Yeah. So need you. But, uh, so yeah. So basically, it has the core. Um, it has the image, uh-huh. uh, which is the which is the printed picture of the thing, the 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 image of the wood or or vinyl or I mean or tile, whatever it is. And then there's the top layer. And the thicker the top layer, so when they talk about there's millimeters and then there's mils. Millimeter is the overall thickness of the material. So these are very specific things you want to look for. Millimeter is how thick the overall material is. So why does that matter? So if your floor is very uneven, you don't want to get something that's too thin. If you get a one that's like four millimeter thick, uh-huh. uh, overall thickness, of course, um, though it's, still, it's not going to form properly to the floor. Yeah. Okay, it's gonna the edges are gonna break okay yeah if you have a very uneven you know floor you want to get something less thicker like maybe a six and a half millimeter or eight millimeter overall thick thickness 
Okay, and also you want to know how long the boards are. Is it is it three foot long? Right. Uh, yeah. Or yeah. is it six foot long? You know, yeah. the, the longer they are, the more real it's going to look. Yeah. Yeah. The six and as they've started to make them longer, it's become much more desirable for me as a as a designer exactly. because they just look amazing and you know really kind of real and amazing. Um, so. Uh-huh. So is um, let's talk about the use in kitchens. So is okay. LV, you know, starting with LVP because um, it's it is either waterproof or water resistant. It's usually marked. What's the difference between? Well, actually, la- actually, they're all waterproof. Okay. They all should That's be. When, when you when you see sometimes um, uh, salespeople will push laminate as water resistant. They don't use yeah. the waterproof. So they're still, they're trying to keep the price down. So they have water resistant laminates, but they don't tell you it's laminate. They tell you it's water resistant. And, so it gets, the, and what is laminate? So laminate is the, basically the, like the Pergo. Uh, it's right. Just, okay. Uh, so there are still, I mean, I just ignore them completely, um, yeah. but there are still laminates on the market. There is. And, and when they use the word water resist, because a lot of people are using the word waterproof now. Yeah. Um, when they say water resistant, more than likely it's laminate floors. It's not a it's not a true uh, LVP or or as we call it like WPC or SPC backing. So so you got to be careful when you're buying that because they'll push you push that and you're going oh my god it's only two dollars a square foot or two twenty five a square foot that's a great deal and look how thick it is but the thickness is yeah, just the because it's the it's the actual top layer that you have to be aware of and so it with a laminate process project product sorry. Yes. Um, it, it's actually not a real wood. It's it's not. Uh, it's an it also an imitation product. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a formica top, like the old yeah, uh, right. okay. Wilson Art or or formica yeah. countertop. That's so Pergo came out with that idea back in the day, and they created this floor. Um, and yeah, and now it's not as popular as it used to be because this is you know LVP has taken well, over that. And it's never it's never looked as good as LVP. I mean, it's I, you know, I, again, no, I mean, as exactly. a designer, I just was not ever, you know, gravitating toward any of those kinds of uh, um, laminate products. And um, I've had to train myself not to use that word because engineered is entirely different. And then exactly. LVP is its own animal. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and yeah, the visuals gotten so much better. Um, the quality has gotten so much better. So with, yeah. with, um, LVP, you know, again, the wear layer is important. You know, you could get something for eight millimeter yeah. wear layer, and that's what you're walking on. That's your surface, scratch surface. Um, like, you know, for commercial application or a heavy traffic residential house, you want something that's like 20 mil wear layer. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes you can find 22, 26, 30, but standard and, 20 should be fine. And, you know, I hope that the, the listeners understand that hearing you talk about it sh- demonstrates the importance of a really smart salesperson in flooring. I mean, you can go into, you know, um, a major, you know, store where you can see products on your own, but um, you're not going to choose correctly using all the nuances necessary without someone who's really, you know, educated in the area. And it really makes a difference in making the right decision for longevity and to get what you really need and want. Exactly. That's why I come to you. Yes, thank you. And your team. Well, yeah, and, and you know, and every flooring has their negatives and positives. You can look for different things. Um, you know, um, even something like people might not even think about, um, which I which just came to me right now. Um, like, for example, the, the, the boards. Um, yeah. The better, the more expensive ones, 
yeah. have more uh, variations on the on the boards. So uh -huh. there's less repeats. So let's ah, say a cheaper one might have every six every six yeah. boards will repeat, yeah. or the better one might have twelve or okay, even sixteen. Okay, yeah, that's an interesting thing, and I think and a lot of people won't tell you that. Yeah, I mean, so in any of the products, that's probably the case. Well, it's actually, the, anything the engineered and solid wood obviously have all the the variation of a natural product. Yes. So if it's an LVP, the more variation, the more it looks natural, and the more it's, you, it's imperceivable, imperceptible that it's exactly. um, inconceivable, exactly. but imperceptible. And, and most and most people, most salespeople don't know that, you know. Um, yeah. And even me, like if you ask me, like, oh, hey, uh, Arette, like, what is that one? How many repeats he has? I probably have to call the manufacturer and check because. Yeah, I don't it's a know, lot of information but, but I, on every exactly, product. But, but I do know, but I do know yeah. that, you know, the better ones do have more, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. more, uh, you know, pieces. And again, the board lengths, you know, do you want a six foot long? Like I've seen some, uh, you know, box stores where you walk in and you get this flooring um, that's priced great. And, but it's only three foot long. Yeah. You know, do you really want something that looks three foot long? That's like, you know, short. So, um, so. I, one of the things I love about LVP is its use um, that you can flow it through the entire house. You can exactly. put it, yeah, you can put it into the kitchen as well as into the bathroom, uh, which you certainly wouldn't do um, with uh, solid wood or um, engineered wood in terms of the bathroom use. But what about kitchens? That's probably the biggest debate um, that I oh. go through with my clients because of people's perceptions of, of carrying wood. Uh, into kitchen. So what do you think about that? When you say wood look, yeah. or you're talking about actual engineering? No, wood? so LVP, like LVP definitely goes LVP. into the kitchen. Oh, totally, totally. But engineered yeah, or solid wood, what are your thoughts about it? Well, um, I would, you could do engineered wood floors in a kitchen, but again, you do have to be careful uh, if you spill something like a hot oil or, or something that's going to uh, damage the surface it might not be a good idea I, i've seen a lot of people do plywood i mean i do engineered wood floors uh throughout the house it's very popular especially nowadays you know the house homes are uh more of having a, more of an open floor plan so yeah, that's right you know so you walk in and the kitchen. start so yeah it doesn't make sense to kind of stop there and put tile yeah so people put wood floors but you do have to be more careful um the advantage of the lvp is our waterproof vinyl floor is um you could put it all throughout you don't have to worry about you know, spilling stuff on it, it cleans up great. If you have pets, if you have kids, it's a great idea. Um, you know, the, it's practical for a family, you know, for a busy family. If you have a big family, um, if you live by the beach, you know, maybe you want something that's, you know, you walk in with sandy feet uh -huh. or wet feet or you have a pool, um, even a family room. Like some people are doing family rooms or they have a separate room, maybe a back house. They do it in LVP. It's, it's very, very, I mean, it's a great idea. It's very practical. Yeah. Uh, easy to maintain, mm -hmm. you know, no headaches. Uh, you know, I've been using it's, LVP. It sounds like we're doing a commercial for LVP here, but yes, um, <laughs> I, I've been using LVP on a cup on, on whole homes recently. And, you know, these are not inexpensive homes. Um, what about the perceived value? Well, I'm kind of, I've always been partial to wood floors. I know uh, that about you. Maybe I'm old, maybe I'm old school, yeah. but it depends on, it depends on your house and, and how long you're going to be there. Uh, you know, resale value, wood always is going to add more resale uh, to the house. You know, yeah. it, it's a great investment. It's a beautiful, I mean, nothing looks as natural as wood floors, um, but you also have to look at the practical end of it. Um, if you have kids, you know, if you're going to be there for 10, 20 years, 
who cares what you have down as long as you're happy with it right um if you're not going to resell it and you're going to be there you know this is your you know 15 20 year home or who knows maybe retire you're gonna you're probably gonna change it down the road anywhere with lvp you're not investing as much but you're gonna get something that's going to be easy to maintain especially until your kids grow up you know um until you know or maybe when your grandkids come over depending on how you know uh how long you're there you're in the house but yeah it's it's I think more and more people are going to go to LVP yeah. in the long run yeah. as they, as they see um, one of, one of, uh, one of my friends, for example, um, the daughter, actually Karen, our, our manager. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, her yeah. Daughter, yeah. Her, her yeah. daughter got a brand new house. So they yeah. want to put wood floors and Karen's kind of like me. She likes the wood floors and she yeah. was pushing the wood floors. And a few people told him like, you know, why, why do you want to get a wood floors? You know, you want something that's easy to maintain. Yeah. And, you know, and Karen was asking me, she goes, what do you think? I said, well, you know, Karen, I said, they're a young couple. They just bought a house. They have, they have two huge dogs. Yes, they do. They have a, they have a pool, Yeah. you know, and they're probably going to have kids. I said, yeah. no, they're going to have parties. They're going to have fun. Yeah. You know, I think it makes it's. I mean, they don't want something hard to maintain. I mean, this is their first house. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense to buy wood floors where they're going to, they could damage it and, and, you know, four or five years you know, people are walking in and spilling and, you know, yep. drinks and wet feet. So I said it makes more sense for a young couple to buy an LVP, you know. Yeah, and, it's and really funny that, that you bring up that example because I happened to be in the store the day that they were looking. Um, and so it was uh, as her daughter and her uh, husband and the two dogs. And Karen, you know, looked at me and said, you know, what would you do? And I said, you know, I also was pro you know, hardwood look, so engineered wood. But, you know, I did, you know, I still supported LVP as well as an option. But um, but how I feel about it in, in being able to put it through the whole house is, I mean, I wouldn't put um, a wood related, you know, a real wood product into the bathroom, but I do run it into kitchens. And if I do, I usually suggest that people, as I did, you know, that day with the um, with those guys, uh, is that I suggest that they buy some extra material and they keep it and store it in a safe, dry place. And that then, you know, with minor issues, you know, if a major issue happens in a house, it's going to happen to everything. And hopefully you're insured and it's going to be covered by your insurance to do whatever you need to do. But for minor repairs, uh, it, you know, having a little bit of extra material can make the difference between a successful outcome. But also, if it's a solid wood floor and it's an easily, um, if it's uh, like a white oak or a red oak that is always going to be, or you know, so far has always been on the market, it's really easy to be able to repair. I had it in my own house where um, we had several, you know, large areas that had to be replaced, and it gets woven in. Then you sand it and you refinish it, and it's like it's you know good as new. Exactly. So, yes. so that leads me to bathrooms, which is. Um, if so, if you have a, a solid wood or beautiful engineered wood material, um, what do you, are people using in conjunction with that in into the bathroom? So yeah, a lot of people are doing either the LVP yeah. or or like a porcelain tile. Um, I yeah. prefer porcelain tile. Um, you know, it, it is a little bit colder, which some people don't don't like as much. But yeah. but you know, it's it's very durable. Mm-hmm. Um, you have more options in color. Uh, you know, like. God, there's stuff that are made in Spain and Italy that are beautiful. You can do different patterns. You know, you have always yeah, you, you can, can do natural, 
you could do natural stone like marble. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so you have more options. You know, yeah. that's where you have more fun in the bathroom. You know, yeah. and, and you know, with the with yeah, the walls and laundry and the rooms. I have a lot of laundry room. Yeah, exactly. So you have more options, like the backsplash in the kitchen. You know, uh, or or the shower. You know, you could do this very interesting, colorful, like the girls. You know, your your daughter's room could be a different color. Your your you know son's room could be a different color. Your if they have their own bathrooms, for example, Jack and Jill. Um, you could do your, you know, you could do your uh, bathroom, uh, master bathroom, more fancy, maybe do a natural stone. You could do glass. So you have those options in, in the bathrooms. So, And then, you know, it clearly there are so many things to consider when we're considering our major flooring choices. Um, so when we, before we move on to carpeting uh, and other, you know, huge issue, you know, options uh, ahead of us, uh, yes. what gets do a quick comparison about the of um, between the um, solid, the engineered wood, and the LVP in terms of um, price comparison and durability, pet friendly, pool friendly, as you were talking about. What are your highlights and lowlights? Okay, so with again with solid wood, for going back to the fact that you have limitations on width um, and you have limitations on insulation, um, you can't go over you can't go over uh, concrete, um, and but advantages you could refinish it more often you know like you could refinish it three four times yeah um, but again uh, it's not recommended in somewhere like palm springs where the temperature you know you have humidity and high temperature it's not a good idea because you'll have cupping and bowing and whatever else issues you might have the engineered uh, going back to engineered engineered has a has a great finish um and you have depending on the veneer it could go from uh most of them are from two to six but the standard is somewhere between three and three and four millimeter uh, wear layer veneer. Um, you have it. You could go anywhere from. Uh, you could go, you could put it by the beach. You could put it in uh, Palm Springs. You could put it in up on the mountains. You'd be fine. You know, advantages you have. They're they're wider. You know, um, they're um, longer boards. So you know, and and it's more natural looking. You can never get to the natural look of yeah of a real wood floor or the or the top veneer. Now this is the, again that where you where you have to be careful is you do have to put the pads under your you know chairs. Yeah, um, you, you do, do have, have to, to treat it with some respect. Exactly, and yeah. and you know uh, if you have kids, you know usually kids not not as bad as like maybe if you have a uh, if you have a dog, a big yeah. dog might scratch the surface. But what I usually tell customers that's that's when you're adding character to the wood, you know. Well, yeah, kind of I like, feel the same way, but not everyone yeah. agrees with you and I. Um, kind of like ripped jeans. <laughs> in terms of the top, you know, wear layer, are yes. there um, different woods that are used that are harder and softer? Yes. Yeah, so um, the most, like uh, like I mentioned earlier, most of the products right now you're going to find is going to be uh, white oak, uh, yeah. European oak. Um, that's like right in the middle. Uh, there's a Janka, if you go online, there's a Janka rating for different woods. Uh -huh. um, and that's the hardness. That's like, basically they test it for when they drop the ball, like, yeah. a, like a metal ball, and it shows you how much you can dent. Uh -huh. um, so Ocas is like around 1400, 1500, uh -huh. which is like pretty standard. Um, like walnut's going to be softer. Uh, hickory is going to be harder, you know. Uh, uh -huh. So if you want something a little bit harder, hickory is going to be like up to 1800. Um maple i don't think there's too many maples now but maple is going to be like in between oak and 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 you know but if you want like if you want one of my favorites is walnut for example yeah my, uh, mine too i mean they I look love so walnut, beautiful and it's, when it's people soft, talk soft, about wanting right? to see the grain of the wood a lot of exactly. times they're really looking for walnut 
Exactly. So walnut and hickory has more variation, but yeah. mm -hmm. again, with the problem with walnut is a softer wood, so it could dent easier. So if you walk in with, you know, somebody heavier, <laughs> whatever, yeah. Yeah. Uh, walking with high heels, they could actually dent the floor, yeah. you know, so try not to drop a bowling ball in the middle of the living room. It's not a good idea. Good point. So. <laughs> Good point. Although I wonder so. if you dropped your bowling ball on LVP if it would bounce. Yeah, that's true. It might. We <laughs> can might try cry. that. We'll try that later. Um, but now, yeah, so yeah, it's very, it's a great idea to, you know, yeah. to make sure you look at the wood and what you're getting. So. Yeah, and the surface intensity. Yeah. And then what about renovation versus new construction? Are there factors that make one material a better choice than others? Um, no, but um, first of all, when you're, um, I would do the wood installation. It should always go in last. I've yeah. seen people, one of the things that I've seen mistakes are where um, contractor hasn't even put in the doors yet or the windows yet and they're installing wood floors. And I was like, you're kidding me, right? Like, why would you do that? And I've seen it happen. Yeah. Um, it's not a good idea. You don't want the elements, uh, the wood to be open to the elements and, you know, it could affect the wood floor itself. You could scratch it. I mean, you got people, they'll, I've seen it where they install the wood floors on a brand new construction. Or a, or a new remodel addition and they'll install the wood floors and they'll cover it, you know? Yeah, that's right. And, yeah. And, you know, believe it or not, you'll still get damaged. That's um, right. Yeah. Denting. Yeah. I've experienced yeah. that as well. And, and one of the things that you might want to, I've seen it is where they covered part of it and they didn't cover another part of it. Well, or they cover it and someone like me comes in and need to match it to something and I pull up a part and then, you know, it's trouble. Well, that and also I've seen it where, um, believe it or not, in the first um, six months, the, the wood's going to change color. What yes. I mean by that is it's going to oh, oxidize, yeah. it's going to get lighter or darker in the first year. You might yeah. not notice it because it happens gradually. But if you um, if you cover part of it and you don't cover another part and you pull it up, there's going to be two different colors. Yeah. And it will never catch up, believe it or not. The two colors mm -hmm. will never catch up. Um so what you're suggesting is that you really, it really should be the last thing in, in of the last major material choices. Like you can Probably. do the bathrooms and the tile and things like that. Um, and then exactly. get the floor in, you know, and then. And, and if, and also if you want to go under the cabinets, like a lot of people are doing. Yeah, I was the just cabinet, so. thinking about that. Yeah. 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 So if you're going to put in the kitchen, you put the wood floor in, then you put the cabinets over it. Yeah. Another thing you might want to, I mentioned these, this to people and, and uh, you might not know is, um, you know, a lot of people are putting wood floors, but then they're covering it with like a, like, you know, they might put a rug in there. Yeah. Um, it's best not to put a rug in at least in the first three to four months. I, I usually recommend six months. Oh, I didn't know the that. Color, because of the color. Yeah, that uh, makes complete sense. It just never really occurred to me. I will keep yeah. that in mind. Yeah. So first, at least three to four months, don't cover the floors, let it breathe. Yeah. Let us do this thing because, you know, it's again, it's oxidizing, it's changing, light getting lighter, darker, depending on the, you know, the room yeah. or how much light it gets. So, yeah. So stay away from rugs. I mean, you could order your rugs and have it okay. ready to install, but just wait until a few months into it. So, yeah, okay. that makes complete sense now that you're and, mentioning it. And what was, and then LVP. So, yeah. we're, and LVP is, again, it's, it's a great option. Uh, yeah. I don't see any negative. I mean, I don't see any, um uh, functional negatives yeah exactly i mean it, it, it looks great they're getting better and better i mean i've a lot of people that can't even t i can't even tell sometimes when i walk yeah. into a house now i know, know. i sometimes i mean i sometimes have to literally you know go down and touch it um you know exactly. like figuring out whether a handbag in a store is real leather nowadays it's not easy um exactly. 
So then the only thing that I find is a consideration, and I've been using more LVP, is because it can go over some existing floors very successfully. And because it's so thin, um, you're not going to um, have major transitions into existing floors. And then, um, you know, in general, if you're looking at um, all the products you're looking at, you have to be aware of the heights of the materials that you're, you're, um, you know, leaning up toward and transitioning into. Yeah, and, and, and going back to price, um, uh, like, for example, solid wood floors, you're looking at, like, I, I, you can find stuff at maybe $4, $3.50 a square uh-huh. foot. For solid wood floors, you can go all the way up to $10 a square foot. Yeah. Um, depending on where it's made, uh, yeah. how it's made, is yeah. it, you know, another thing people, you know, we don't talk about with wood is, is it select grade? Is it, you know, is it character yeah. grade? So some more and more people are getting select grade now. So there's yeah. less knots. Which yeah, I, yeah, it's really know. an opinion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, with salt, with with engineered wood floors, um, I don't know why people are doing select grade because it almost looks like laminate at some point. I know that's right. I I actually um, I stare people away from that mistake as well because if you're going to invest in a in a floor that's supposed to look like wood, it should really, and it is wood. It should especially look like wood. So, yeah, that's yes. an interesting constant conversation. So, Arette, yeah. uh-huh. even though it is not necessarily my thing, I understand that carpeting is still a thing, and it is still, you know, maybe a third of your wear of your showroom is, you know, carpeting. Um, and in new home construction, I usually lean toward hardwood surfaces throughout, which can be softened with area rugs for longevity and ease of care and a really good unified look. Um, And so I don't have a lot of carpeting in my own home, but I do love the look when you select a beautiful carpet and it's installed beautifully. And um, so what are you finding in terms of uh, clients' uh, response to uh, carpeting and how it's being used in the marketplace now? Um, You know, surprisingly, more and more people are going back to carpet. Uh, One of the reasons is because they want something warmer, but it's Uh not all throughout. They usually do it more for like, a staircase or, or bedroom. Yeah. Or do you want something warmer, you know, softer to walk on? So, um, especially if you have a second floor, you know, uh, they're doing like a pattern carpet on yeah. the stairs. They do something softer upstairs, like in the bedrooms, you know, especially kids rooms, you know, you have to remember when you have a, you know, in a kid's room, yeah. you know, the kids are always playing on the floor. You want something softer for them to play on, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and in a family room where they want something, again, they want to sit on the floor. Maybe the kids want to sit on the floor, watch TV, so it makes it makes more sense to use that, you know, mm-hmm. and and we have a lot, you know, you've been in our showroom, you've been in, and you know that we have a lot of pattern carpets, which we can make into rugs. Yeah. You know, so that's another option to look at. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I think the carpet is uh, is a great sound barrier. In addition, I mean, I've used the main rooms I've done with carpeting recently uh, that I've enjoyed are um, home theaters. And of course, you know, on stairs, it's not only soft, but it really does absorb a lot of sound in the home. And so, um, and so, and then what about, you know, pet friendly that, I mean, how, what percentage of your clients come in looking for carpet and the first word out of their, you know, mouth is, and it has to be pet friendly. So, yes. you know, um, what are your, so, you know, what are those options? So most, the, the more, main fibers you're going to find is going to be wool, nylon, and polyester. Yeah. Um, wool is more, wool is naturally soil resistant, but yeah. not necessarily stain resistant. Right. 
So um, if you have like, you know, mud, dirt, soil, um, wool is great. It won't sink into it, but red wine, forget it. Forget it. And, but it's great on stairs. It's, it wears like iron. It will never change its form. Um, uh-huh. It will not crush or mat. Uh-huh. Um, so on a staircase, wool will be a great option as a well, rug. And hopefully you're not going to run up and down the stairs with your glass of red wine. Yes, hopefully not. <laughs> and, and for. Um, Take the whole bottle. <laughs> but, but then there's nylon and polyester. Now yeah. polyester, um, the, the difference between polyester and nylon was nylon was always going to be more durable. Uh-huh. Um, like, um, again, I'm going to get a little technical. There's like what we call 6-6 nylon. 6-6 nylon is what parachutes are made of, uh-huh. what uh-huh. airbags are made of, yeah. you know? So it's very durable material. But the problem with, um, with nylon was it was not as stain resistant as polyester was uh-huh. or fade resistant. So polyester was... Um, when you worried about staining or fading, polyester was the, the product, you know, the material to go to. Yeah. But again, it, it didn't wear as good as nylon. It would have a tendency to crush. So, but in the last, I would say five to 10 years, they've, yeah. they've, uh, they uh, closed that gap for both products. Polyester is a lot more durable than it used to be. And nylon has gotten as good as polyester. Actually, it's gotten as good when it comes to staining and fading because what they're doing now is they have solution dyed nylons. Yeah. So the colors all the way through, uh, where before the nylon used to, they used to dye the color and they would put like a, almost like a Teflon coating to yeah. keep the color in. So if you have something, something like hot uh, coffee or tea, it would eat through the Teflon coating and it would change the color of the, of the nylon. Uh-huh. So with the um, solution dyed nylons, you come came the pet friendly fibers or kit friendly fibers uh-huh. which is the solution dyed nylons so it's great stuff um there's few manufacturers that are out there that are making it um only limitation with uh polyester or uh solution dyed nylons is you have color uh limitations like they don't have as many colors to choose from yeah mm-hmm. um w- where a regular standard nylon again is still stain resistant but it's not it might not be as pet friendly yeah um but you could get almost any color. You could actually custom dye with some some nylons. Yeah, that option. Yeah. So there's always a trade-off. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, that's part of the challenge is um, is deciding on on you know exactly what kind of durability you're looking for. Uh, and what about the price differences? The price ranges. Yeah. So polyester is always going to be a little bit less expensive. Um, you could get a a decent polyester for two to three dollars a square foot. Um, um, uh-huh. I don't think you're going to spend more than three or four dollars a square foot for polyester. Uh-huh. Uh, nylon, you could go up to like seven, eight dollars a square foot. The standard is, I, mean, I would say, it starts around three dollars and up. So it's probably like twenty-five to thirty percent more expensive to get nylon. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you have more color options. Um, you have more pattern options. I mean, you'll see with like, I mean, if you know, companies like Fabrica and Maslin and Stanton, you have so many patterns you could choose from. Um, um, so that's something you want to consider. I mean, if you want a beautiful pattern, it's probably going to be nylon, especially on stairs. Mm-hmm. I would still do nylon on stairs or wool on stairs, for example. Yeah. yeah. Um, so nylon also, has a similar wearability in terms of not showing the tread. Yes. Not as, yeah, exactly. Um, as good as wool when it comes yeah. to durability. Um, and also, but polyester is a little bit softer where, where nylon might feel a little bit harder, harsher. Yeah. But yeah. even that, they've gotten to a point where it's gotten softer and softer. So if you if you if you ever have an older carpet and you feel it, it feels very scratchy. 
the newer and newer fibers, they're so much softer. They feel yeah. like, I mean, gosh, it's like cotton, mm-hmm. uh, cotton rug. So it's, it's beautiful stuff. And before I forget to mention, another thing you want to look at is the pad you're putting in. Yeah. Uh, that was like my next uh, oh, question. Sorry. Yeah. So tell me all about pads. Okay. So um, most pads, uh, the standard pad is what we call rebound pad, which where it's like the multicolor uh, remanufactured, uh, you know, uh, padding. That's what it is. It's just, it's just a product that's glued together. Uh, it, it does, it does a fine job. It lasts you 15, 20 years. Uh, but uh, if it gets wet, if you clean it often, you might start uh, disintegrating or fall apart where there's a lot of, there's new products out there, like the, like almost like a memory foam. That's going to feel softer on your feet. And a lot of these products are made with a moisture barrier. Uh, and the reason you want a moisture barrier is if you ever stain, I mean, I'm sure this has happened to you before or, or people out there that's had carpet, you'll have a stain resistant carpet and you'll, you know, you'll, you'll stain like you have a pet stain or, or coffee stain yeah. and the cleaning crew will come in. They clean the, you know, the steam, they steam clean it. Yeah. And you're like, Oh my God, my carpet's clean. The, the stain resistant really works. Well, a week later, the stain comes back. Well, the carpet doesn't have the stain at the pads, the stains inside the pad, because once it penetrates through the carpet, it gets to the pad and it stays there for life. So you want that moisture barrier. So you don't have that recurring stain. Um, so you don't have the, you don't have the, you don't have the stain coming back up through the carpet. And what I usually tell customers is it's better to get a little bit better pad and maybe downgrade on the carpet. Yeah. Then try to get a really good carpet and get a cheap pad. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and, and that brings me up an interesting thing that I've done um, when I've had clients who have purchased homes where there had clearly been a carpet that's being removed that uh, was original to the space um, before they bought it uh, that was covered with pet um, stains and things like that. When it pulls up, um, I uh, put p- uh, baking powder all yes. over the slab to Same. be able to absorb. Yeah. So tell me how that, that how that technically works. I mean, it, I've done it and it's been very successful. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, the thing about, uh, you know, uh, baking soda is it does get rid of, it does remove, that's why you put it in the refrigerator, you know, it gets yeah. rid of the smell, especially pet stain. It neutralizes it. So yeah. um, if you want, if you have pet stains, the areas that are like wet, when you pull it up, you'll see it. Um, you want to put baking soda, leave it there for a day or so. So it'll, it'll not only remove the, if it's wet spots, if you have wet spots, but it'll actually get rid of the smell in most cases. So yes, it's a great idea to mm. do that. So you have a couple of pets in the house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, definitely when you're making the change, it, it would make it so that then a pet won't go back to the same areas. But that's where the pad comes in. If you have a pad that has that moisture barrier, it's not going to yeah. penetrate. You're not going to have that smell. Yeah, well, that's pretty works. important. Yeah. Yes. Um, so then do you see any new and improved products uh, for flooring that are coming into the showroom um, um, and any advances in technology we should know about? Um, you know, there's always new products coming up, but um, I would say the newest was the LVP. Yeah. Uh, last um, the last five years. Uh, but, you know, I'm sure there'll be something out there in the next five years again. Who knows? There, yeah. There's always, always improving. Everybody wants out to each other and what's the na- latest and the greatest floor. But you know, for now, um, I haven't seen anything currently other than mainly the, they're trying to improve the finishes on products, the top the, surface, like the wear, stuff. Like, you know, the wear surface. Exactly. Like stuff like, uh, aluminum oxide finish or ceramic yeah. finish. Yeah. These are the things that they're, they're improving on. Um, I had a, I had a, uh, 
one example I could give you is um, I was doing a commercial project and we ordered a couple of samples for a customer, uh, which was, which was a, you know, a luxury vinyl tile. It's a glue down vinyl tile. Uh-huh. So um, one was like, uh, one was like 250 a square foot. The other one was like 350 a square foot. Um, but if you look at the technical information, they were identical in every way, like 2.5. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. Like they're like, why is it so much of a difference in price? And I even asked, asked the rep, I said, Hey, uh, you know, why is yours so much more expensive? He goes, you know, he goes, I'm not sure. He goes, well, how are they getting it so cheap? Well, sometimes even the sales rep doesn't know the finish. Um, so the customer took the, the, the sample. They yeah. got both samples, the less expensive and the more expensive. So they did a dent. They, they got a hammer to it. Uh-huh. Um, they try to scratch it. Uh-huh. And the customer came back and said, you know, Arette, I'm going to go with the more expensive one. I was like shocked. I'm like, yeah. why would you go with the I said, what was your, what made the decision? He goes, the, the thicker one. I mean, I'm sorry. The more expensive one had a better finish. He goes, we had a hard time scratching it. Uh-huh. So who would have thought like on paper, they're the same thickness. They're both 20 mil. They're both 2.5 millimeter overall thickness. Um, same board length, same width. Everything was identical. Even, even next to each other, they looked the same. It was a concrete look they wanted to go for. Yeah. But it was that the, the finish that made the difference. And they're, they're like, I, I don't mind spending that extra $1,500. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, get so me a sample because I always love to do a concrete look. And sometimes concrete itself can be expensive. So, 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 so there's yeah. a reason. Why you're, yeah, sometimes there's a reason why you're spending more because yeah, some yeah. companies spend, um, they, they, they put more, invest more into their products. Into the technology, yeah. Technology. And then into the construction of it. Yeah, I had, I had this one vinyl product from, uh, I think it was from Maddington, where you could actually get a penny and you could try to scratch it. Yeah. Before you could even take out the scratch, before you could even scratch it, it would actually polish the penny. It was that strong. The surface. Oh my gosh, that sounds like a fun experiment. Yes, that was so, pretty. Fun. Uh, all right. Clearly, yeah. we could go on for many more moments. Yes, but, yes. Uh, I could thank go you on about so much. Forever. Yeah, for joining me yeah. today. Uh, <laughs> I hope I answered all your questions. Yeah, pretty well. Pretty amazing. Pretty comprehensive. Uh, this has been a really uh, comprehensive dive into the nuances required to make the flooring decisions in your new home and renovations of an older home. You may wonder why we did not talk uh, very much about tile as an option in flooring in uh, in other spaces than the bathroom. Tile can be a fantastic option, and it will be the topic of another upcoming episode of From Disaster to Dream Home. You can tune into all of our past episodes and find links to more information about all of our guests at www.fromdisastertodreamhome.com. Thank you for joining us on this episode of From Disaster to Dream Home, the podcast that takes you inside the home building and rebuilding process. Each week, we bring you time-tested practices and the latest trends through conversations with top professionals in the building industry. You can find other episodes of From Disaster to Dream Home at EWNPodcastNetwork.com, as well as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, and most other major podcast streaming services. Need design help? You can contact us or find out more about our guests at fromdisastertodreamhome.com. Until next time, let us guide and inspire you as you create the home of your dreams.
Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.